Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now, here are your hosts, Red Runway, Buffalo Brian, and D-Law Dan Lawless. Welcome to Predwings Podcast, episode 58. Social media, Predwings Podcast on Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitch. If you're listening to us or watching us on Twitch, and we're at Predwings Pod on Twitter and YouTube, and our email is Predwings Podcast at gmail.com. Well, we have a little bit of a beer league minute, although it's going to be pretty short because it's more the same. Like I said, it was more the same. Oh, God, I don't even know what the score was. It was like 11 to 2 or something, or 7 to 3. I mean, did, didn't we score first, I think? And then they scored. Um, or, or yeah, wait, I no. We I, did. Or did they score? F- I don't remember. It was just more of the same. And I didn't play too bad, I guess. Yeah, it was a, you had a decent game. Although there was one goal I should have had the puck. He had a wide open net. He just tapped in, and I was right there. I don't know what I was doing. I was trying to clear the puck, and I didn't get the I didn't get my stick in the puck, and I didn't tie him up. And he just tapped it in wide open net. But I mean, it wouldn't really matter. It gave up eleven goals, but just they just never quit. You know, it's like. Ten goal Again, lead. It's always the same thing. It's one guy that just, I just, I, I just double swung baseball hacked him as hard as I could. I had, I mean, that's the only way I could defend him. Third period, it was late in the late in the game, and they're up by like ten or nine or whatever the hell it is. And I'm the the puck goes out in our defensive zone, and I go back to get it, and freaking guy skates like he's like it's a tie game and slashed my stick and. So I can't get the puck, and it's like, you got a 10-goal lead. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not going to let you – I don't expect you to just let me have it, but, I mean, lay off a little bit. But I don't know. I guess not much to, not much to talk. I don't think anyone's got points. I don't remember. I don't think I got a point. I definitely have no points. You uh, actually, Ron had a he 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 almost uh, had an scored a goal. It was right in the crease and right between his legs, and I was like, I "Don't kick it in!" I thought it looked like he was gonna kick. kick I lost the sight of it. I couldn't, it even, like, I couldn't even see it. It was right in my feet. It was like, uh, well, one more game for there, and then we'll have to figure out where we're gonna play next because we don't want to play there again with oh. with that level. I just can't hang with those people. But, uh, wow. Uh, it's supposed to be beginner, but it's like mostly college. It's like a D, it's like a D league. Some of them are more in D. 
You know, that's the plan. That was the... And it's like... They're, they, they're easily C. If you not thought B. I was going to play with that? No way. Okay, so, they're getting a different team together. That you done with beer like that? Yeah. Uh, so, like, we just... Uh, interesting playoff matchups. Um... Playoff uh, round one. A lot, a lot of happens this last week. Um, who wants to take the lead? Sounds like it's you. I don't know where to begin. Um, I guess the let's Toronto, jump into the East. The Toronto, yeah. the Toronto Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, the first couple of games was kind of boring, but that last game was amazing, though. I mean, they had everything. Game five, the last game they just played. And it was a great game because Tampa Bay beat Toronto. But I'm just saying that this season, this is my series. I, I think this has one of the, been one of the best series of the playoffs. There's been, you know, I, I I think it's definitely lived up to the hype. I mean, you've got Janelle Maroon. You've got these, these guys out there that are just throwing the body, um, you know, bunting. I know he got suspended. But I mean, it's just this. The series has had a little bit of everything throughout the the entire series, um, you know. And let's let's just break down. Let's let's just break down game five. You know, Morgan Riley and Sorelli. Uh, I know they're on different teams, but those two guys have been playing pretty well. I thought throughout these both of these series, so it doesn't surprise me that those are the two goal scorers um, in the first period for either team. Uh, both of them have put up three goals. Um, and right now, Matthews, I, I believe Matthews leads, but he scored his fourth of the playoffs um, in the game as well. And that's what, or, and that's you know, that's what Toronto has needed. I mean, I think the presence of O'Reilly being out there uh, makes a huge difference for them. Um, you know, and, and they've needed Austin Matthews to wake up. I mean, he's he hasn't he's he's been okay, um, but he really hasn't you know, gone out there and done a whole lot. But the last couple of games, he's really shown up. He's, he's been making plays. He's playing two A's on the ice, um, scored another goal. So you kind of, you kind of wonder if they're going to keep that momentum and, and, and close out the series. I, I still think Toronto is, I don't know. I think they're in, in, in good position at the moment, but. Well, I did pick Toronto to win the series, but actually Mar Marner is leading uh, with 11 points, tied with Rupe Hints. Oh, for points, right. What about goals? Uh, Leon Dreisad is leading with six goals. Uh, Massey Chuck, well, I think he's got six now because he scored. I'm talking Leafs and Lightning. I don't see any Leafs on there. Oh, Matthews has four. I, I know that. I was wondering if you could see if there's anyone higher or lower than him. I think he has the most goals out of this series. But that's that's just an assumption and a guess. I don't know. Uh, that's he's got four. Tampa Bay has three. Three. Sarelli's got three. Clone's got three. Perry's got two. And Point's got two. So they're getting balanced scoring. So, okay. So, yeah, so, I mean, he's he's coming along. I mean, he's definitely picked up his game, and that's what they need out of him. Yeah, I, I think you still have to watch out for Toronto. I mean, you can't sleep on Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay, you know, they still have a lot of veteran players, Corey Perry, Steven Stamkos, Kucherov. I mean, these guys have been to the dance. They've won the dance. Um, so you can't count them out either. I mean, they could they could pull a rabbit out of the hat. I just I think Toronto is just playing better hockey right now. I know they lost last game. 
but I just I just feel that Toronto is is playing well enough to get through this series. But you know, we we have to see. We have to wait and see what happens next game. Uh, another series that's actually surprising is New Jersey and the Rangers. Um, I agree to that. The Rangers with a two nothing series lead, and then New Jersey just took over. Um, and I think they're going to win. They should win the series. Uh, they play tomorrow, uh, eight o'clock. See, and that's a shocker to me because you have one of the youngest teams in the NHL, and they went out and got completely dominated in the first couple of games. In my opinion, I was thinking that because they don't have the playoff experience, they're a young team in general. You're going against the powerhouse in the Rangers. You know, I just, I don't know. And and I just thought that that was enough to kind of hush New Jersey. Like, it's great that you got there. You made, prog- you made progress. You've, you've grown. Um, you know, rough has taken you to this point right now. And that's all great building blocks for next season. But I don't know what rough said, what he did, but my God, he has rallied the troops. He has brought them together. And he has given them now the momentum to potentially close out the first, you know, their first series here. And so, I mean, I, I think we have to give credit to to Lindy Ruff on this a little bit. They're, they're doing it by defense and goaltending because uh, the New Jersey's leading goal scorer, uh, Eric Hall and Jack Hughes, are three. Actually, their goaltender has a point six three goals against the Rangers. Obviously, you know, you know, they're only obviously, you know. We're going by those goals against, they're only getting one goal game. Although, on the flip side, the Rangers' leaders, uh, Adam Fox, Chris Kreider, Patrick Heed, all have six uh, goals. Oh, those are points. I mean, uh, I mean, their, leader, their leader is Chris Kreider with five goals. Yeah, and I think we have to really look at, um, you know, in the beginning of the season, I mean, the first week of the season, the fans are chanting, fire, Lindy fire Lindy and I I know like a month later they were saying sorry Lindy like we we get it but to have a coach that was almost run out of New Jersey in the early odds of the season by the fans now has this team in a position to win their first playoff series as a young inexperienced team I will say this I'm a big fan of uh, after the whistle podcast and it's uh, Andrew Peters, Craig Revey, their podcast, and they obviously play okay. for Lindy. They talk so highly. Uh, they have guests on there like Thomas Vanek. They talk so highly of Lindy Ruff and how well of a – he's a very good speaker, they said. he's He does very good uh, getting the team pumped like up. Motivational, motivational stuff. Speakers. Yeah, and that's, that's a hard – that's a hard thing to do is to be a, to, to rally a team like that, to have that, that motivational, you know, aspect to your game. I mean, I know every coach has to have a level of it. You know, you get, I, I can only imagine what it's like with like Tortorella or, you know, people of that nature in the locker room, screaming, probably throwing chairs, punching lockers. Um, but yeah, I could, I could see Lindy Ruff being the coach that just kind of, you know, sits back and, puts all responsibility back on the players to go out and do their job effectively, you know, in a way that makes it motivating and, um, but it's working whatever he's doing right now in New Jersey, 
my God, it's working. I'm kind of excited to see where they go, even though I did not have them doing squat in the playoffs. I, I kind of hope they take a nice little run, to be honest with you. It's working so well that it forced the Rangers into uh, totally uh, jumbling up their lines. Uh, in uh, practice, they had three new line combinations. So see how, if that will work on uh, Saturday's game. See, I'm just wondering also, I mean, I wonder if the Rangers went into this being hyped up for this game or this series. You know, you are obviously the favorites. You know you're going against a young, inexperienced Devils team. I mean, did the Rangers just kind of think they were going to coast through and now they're playing catch-up? I mean, I- I'm trying to figure out, because this is not the Rangers team that we saw all season. This is not the Rangers team we've seen in years past. And they have just totally lost the momentum in this series. So I'm wondering if if maybe they took New Jersey a little too lightly and now they're paying for it. Speaking of taking teams light, Boston has taken Florida a little lightly. Only they were projected to sweep them away, and Florida comes up with another huge win to force Game Seven. They did, they did. I mean, Florida's not going down without a fight, um, and it would yeah. it, it would make me the happiest hockey fan in all of the United States and probably Canada if Boston were to be eliminated. And that game, um, but I just don't see it happening. I don't. I don't. They, You're going back to Boston in Game Seven. It's going to be electrifying. It's going to take an awful strong push to win that game. Well, Florida did win in Boston game uh, two, was it or one? Yeah, it was two. But anyway, um, you know, in that game six, I mean, they just—I mean, it was high scoring and. Just, you know, Boston would score, and then Florida, or, or actually, I think Florida had a lead first, and then Boston came back and took the lead, and then Florida came back and tied it, and then I think uh, Florida took the lead again, and then Boston tied it, and Florida eventually uh, scored an empty net goal to, take, to, to, to win by two. But it just, that, the end of that third period was just amazing. See, now, um, yeah, now, so if game seven is anything like that. Something that surprises me, and a buddy of mine, he's a diehard Boston fan, and he goes, Pasternak is just not a playoff player. He's just not. And I just, I'm, I'm seeing that. He's only got three goals in the playoffs. I mean, this guy had a, a run all season long. Uh, four. Sort of the, uh, he must score tonight. Oh, he's, he's got four with DeBrusque and Bertuzzi and Marshawn. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. He does. He does. He scored two in, in this last game. Is he, I mean, this is a guy that put up how many goals this year? 50s? 60s? I, I forget the number. I, I, I have to look that up. But you have a guy 61. that put up, 61. He put up 61 goals this season. And... He's having a hard time scoring in the playoffs. And I know it's a different style of hockey, but they need him to be putting up big numbers. They need him to be scoring the goals. It's Bertuzzi, uh, Bertuzzi style, uh, you know, game now. Yeah, I mean, he's playing well. I mean, I, I like what he's doing. I mean, I just, and, I, and I've said this all along as well, that Bertuzzi, his style of play is a much better fit in Boston than it is in Detroit. As much as I, I would love to see him back in the winged wheel, he's kind of that guy that kind of plays on the edge. I don't want to say he's a tough guy. I mean, he'll fight, 
Don't get me wrong. He'll get to the gritty areas. But just like the little, like when he stole what's-his-name's face or stick and, and tried to break it and just looked at him. Like, that's the style of hockey that Boston plays, that little sneaky, like, I'm going to see if I can get away with it type of hockey. And that's how Bertuzzi is. I mean, he plays to the edge. So, And he's leading, uh, actually, he's second in uh the, in Boston with points with nine, and of course Marshawn's got ten. Who has more goals? They're tied. Uh, Marshawn and Bertuzzi four. both have four. Taylor Hall's got five. But, I mean, who would have thought? I mean, who would have thought? And again, this is me as a Detroit fan. But who would have thought that Bertuzzi would be putting up numbers like Pasternak and Marshand? A couple of names that obviously are household names. They put up tons of points in the NHL every year. And here's Bertuzzi hanging with these guys in the playoffs. You know, I know we got a lot for him, but my God, it's kind of sad to see what he can do in the playoffs that we're missing out on. And then on the flip, uh, Florida's leader with in points is Kachuk with 10. And in goals, uh, he's obviously lead with five, and then Montour with three, and Bennett with three, and Reinhardt with three. So, there. Other than Matthew Kachuk, who's really stepping up his game, uh, it's pretty much balanced scoring for them. Yeah, I think it should be a. I I love the style of play that Kachuk is playing. I I love what he does. I love that he's in the grit all the time. He's in the zone. No, I'm not talking like offensive or defensive, but mentally. He's mentally in the zone. He doesn't care what he says to who or how he plays the game. You're going to know that he's out there. Every single shift, you know that Matthew Tuchuk is on the ice. And that's something that Detroit lacks. Um, and I think he's he's a huge piece to that team moving forward as a leader, as you know, a playoff guy. Like, he's he's... He's going to be good. And the, the last series, not <clears throat> definitely not the least, uh, Carolina and the Islanders. Um, actually, Carolina actually finally did uh, advance. Basically, uh, the Islanders' lack of scoring. Um, I mean, they their leader had two goals. Uh, Brock Nelson, Kyle Palmieri, and, and Matthew Barzal, they all had two goals. But, I mean, you really – you, you look at Florida, I mean, and, you know, he's got, you know, the leader's got five. I think Boston's leader's got four or five, and then there's, you know. So, I mean, I know you, you can have I'm gonna more, say this. a balanced attack, say- but you need somebody with more than two goals in a playoff series. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think we're missing the big picture here, D-Law, is um, – the Hurricanes have outshot the Islanders in pretty much every game of this series, uh, except for the games that the Islanders have won. The one thing from watching these games, Carolina just shut. I know they're a good team, but they just they shut the Islanders down from getting in the zone cleanly. They did not allow many opportunities. They were blocking shots. And. Those are the things that a playoff team has to do. And the Islanders, you know, they they barely skated into the playoffs. So, I mean, they're not like a top-tier, top-caliber, you know, playoff team. They're, they're kind of rebuilding, if you will. The shots I goal in uh, <clears throat> this game tonight was uh, Carolina 41-34. No one went overtime. 
but the overtime shots were only three for Carolina and one for the Islanders. So um, that's what I mean. Like, you, know, you eliminate the you eliminate the ability to get a clean shot on net. You eliminate the scoring chances. You know, you play more of a defensive game, and I felt that's what what Carolina had had done pretty much throughout the whole series. Is they just they really focused on shutting down the attack of the Islanders from the blue line. So they couldn't gain entry. They couldn't get moving in. And it it worked out. I mean, it worked out very well for them. Now, if you get a team that's a little bit more playoff ready, a little bit faster, a little more physical, you know, you might have to change things up a bit. But they played the Islanders exactly how they needed to. They moved on. They closed it out. They only, you know, allowed two wins in the series. So, um, yeah, that, that series, like, it, it didn't really do much for. I mean, it was they had its exciting moments, but it just wasn't one of those like must see games for me. Yeah, in, even the games that I watched, there was one game that I was, you know, it was really exciting and stuff like that. But um, for the most part, it was I, I just like switched it to, to another game. You know, during during the period, I'd or I'd watch it while the other ones were intermission. Um, now, like some of these other series, that uh, you actually just stay glued to it. Yeah, I mean, we got to see what what Carolina can do in in the next round. So I believe they will have Boston. I think if they win, uh, if New Boston York wins, oh, okay, New York, New York, okay. I think that's what I heard. Um, yes, yeah, so it'll be the Devils, the Rangers. I think that would be um, an interesting series, to be honest. And I'll get over your division. That, that wraps up to the my division. I don't really care about any so the western conference um let's start with the vegas winnipeg uh series um vegas event did did end up uh advancing um i know you had picked winnipeg um yeah that was that was a stretch on my part i was more hoping it was going to be um winnipeg (laughs) it just it just it just seemed like they entered the playoffs on the wrong on the wrong note because it just seemed like they they kind they of faltered down momentum. they faltered down the stretch yeah they faltered down the stretch and they didn't have that momentum into the playoffs unlike Vegas you know and the funny thing is you know Vegas's leaders in goals uh, you got Stevenson and Carlson with four yeah you've um, got a ton I mean Eichel I mean how many does Eichel have uh, three um, with Mark Stone. Stone. Stone's got three. Yeah, I mean they've they're just putting points. They're scoring. They're getting opportunities. Um, he'll be he'll yeah, be is, back. He'll be back in IR after the playoffs unless they get rid of somebody. Every time I watch a Vegas game, I see him get hit, and I just cringe thinking about his neck. Who's that? Eichel. Eichel. Yeah. He's and then a guy, but I don't want him to get hurt. And even looking at their shots, going back to let's see, was it game three? I mean, the Vegas put up forty-eight shots on goal. I mean, they're putting rubber on the net. I mean, it's. I mean, it's no secret in the playoffs. That's all. I, I don't say that's all you have to do, but as you see in a lot of these games, they're they're pretty. There's a lot of shots in these games because you just never know. You never know what could happen. It's like playing beer league with Dan as goalie. Yeah. Well, shoot it. I'm, shoot, I'm, put it on I'm, net. I'm, I'm better as a goalie and skiing now, and that proved it Tuesday. But, um, you know, the, the Jets, their leading goal scorer was Adam Lowry with four and then Kyle Connor with three. So, I mean, they were they were getting goals. It just, I think their goal, their, you know, 
Hellebuck had a 3.44 goals against, um, then that's just that's just too high in the playoffs. Um, well, of course, that, even even Vegas's goalie, uh, he he had a two point four two, and that's like I guess that's about average. I mean, you normal. I guess the better teams goes against is like one, or if you're in New Jersey case zero, or pretty much zero. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you got to look at their defense too. I mean, they got zero help from any of their defense. I mean, nothing from Schmidt, uh, nothing from Sandberg, nothing from Morrissey, nothing from Dylan. He got an assist. I mean, they just weren't doing anything. Pionk had three assists. But, I mean, they, they, they haven't done anything to really support the team. I mean, they're allowing tons of shots on net. They didn't have I mean, any... They didn't have any goaltending or any goal. They didn't have any goals on any of their defensemen. Yeah, but I still I don't think you can totally blame just Hellebuck for this. I mean, when you're facing 48 shots, I mean, you're gonna let some in. I mean, it's like double what you see in the in a normal game. Not every game, but you know, it's not like this. But yeah, I just you know, talking Vegas, I I just don't see them. I, I don't see them moving through and and winning out the series for the cup, but. I mean, anything. Well, I, I actually had them pick the goal all the way, but I guess I was been wrong before. But another, you know, a and series. They could. They could. I just don't. See, I just don't see them doing that. Yeah, I could actually. I mean, they're they're really hot right now, and of course, Winnipeg was. You know, like I said, they came came in on a low note, but they. You know, were a joke. They, they wouldn't call for what it you is. You know, in Las Vegas, can you know, they did definitely, they definitely have to get better. Sure, um, but you know, especially these other teams that are coming up. Um, um, I think they're going to be playing the, I believe it's the Vegas or the Edmonton Kings winner, um, which I was about ready to get into that one. You know, in this another series, it's really, really wrapping up. Um, really, really getting, engines. really getting in, intrigued to see Emmett Daly King game. That that that's turning into a really, really good wo- series to watch. Um, believe the, the Kings, series. the Kings won the last one, I believe. Um, they're playing. Actually, they had they they had they, you know they played Tuesday night, and they had like uh, game six in in LA. Um, so, so they each, you know, they had three days off, but, so I don't know if it helps, it probably actually helps Edmonton more, you know, resting their, their stars, but, you know, they were, cause they were down to, I believe they were down to 10 forwards that one game or 11. Um, so they're getting a lot of ice time, but yeah, that, that series is just, it, it's taking on a new, uh, new life. It's becoming violent. Yeah. They're starting to, yeah, they're starting to hate each other. Um, as far as uh, goals for the Kings, I have they, Edmonton up in three to two on the series. Um, you know, and you know, I was talking about the defensive scoring. Vegas doesn't have any defenseman scorers either, but the Kings they got one, one defense, one goal from their defenseman. But uh, they're not looking for goals necessarily. I mean, yeah. And I know there's more than just points, but it's it's the playoffs. I mean, you you got to be taking shots. You got to be getting those rebounds. 
And, I mean, and there's a lot of gotta get points you know, as a defense. And, you have to. And uh, you know, it just, you know, you get that point shot, and the, you know, they usually get deflected. So, uh, Kempe's got leading with four goals. Uh, he's got leading with seven points, along with Kopitar. And then uh, on the flip side of that, for Edmonton, you got you know, Drysaddle definitely the he's best. Six. He's got Kane. ten ten points, uh, six yeah. goals. Um, he's throwing. Kane he's, is dropping another three in. McDavid's got five assists. He's been waking up as of late. I mean, this this game is six assists. Um, six assists. How was Bouchard? Oh, six. Yep, he did have two. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. You're right. You're right. He he uh, got the assist on Hyman's goal. And speaking of defense, power play goal. Speaking of defenseman scoring, uh, Evan Bouchard really stepping up. He's got eight points. Um, I think a lot of them are probably uh, sh- like we were talking about shots. Yeah, the but that's how you, that's and, how you get t- goals. Like, He's got six assists. As a team. Yeah. Six, and he does have two goals, but yeah. <clears throat> and uh, going to give Jack Campbell a shout-out. His goals against is 1.18. I believe that's uh, – it's got to – could be second in the playoffs to to Schmid. He's really stepped it up. Dallas Minnesota series. That's it's kind of hit or miss. I mean, it was really really intense, really exciting, but the last game or two was kind of like put you into a trance. Now Dallas is winning this game three nothing. Um, just kind of kind of watched part of it. Just wasn't cook well, but then again they had to. Overtime game and then the Florida Boston game, so that that took uh, a little center stage over Dallas Minnesota, but that's kind of losing its fizzle. I mean, they're still they're still physical and everything, but you know Dallas wins tonight. They're gonna uh, win the series, so you know Rupe Hints leading with eleven points, four goals. You know, Minnesota, you got uh, Ryan Hartman with five and Zuccarello with five points. And then uh, Hartman and Zuccarello and Goudreau, a former predator, and Johansson all out with two goals. So they're doing it by, by committee as well. I think Ryan Hartman's a former predator too. Oh, uh, for not because they might be eliminated. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm looking at the score right now, and 3 nothing Dallas. And Dallas is out shooting them by 10 shots. So... Dallas has 26 shots. The Wild have 16. And I'm not watching the game. I'm, I'm going to probably go back and watch it when we hop off of this because I want to see, you know, I want to watch it and see what, what's going on in it. But, yeah, they're just not they're just not getting anything. It looks like they're not able to get anything started. But also, Rupe Hintz is playing great hockey right now as well. I mean, he's got five goals on the season. They're on the playoffs. So, you know, he's, uh, he's really stepped up his game during the playoffs as well. Dallas has 15 block shots in this game, and Minnesota's got 10. So there's a lot of them not getting through. Um, you know, the hits are 22 apiece. So it's still still physical series, but I think Dallas is just too and strong. For me, I, I kind of look at all the physicality during the season to see who's a physical team and who's not. Because in the playoffs, like, you have to. You either – kill or be killed when it comes to the playoff hockey. So, um, but I definitely look at the, the stats and it, it is cool to see how many hits there are in the playoffs, but, but yeah, I think during the regular season, I really keep an eye on that. And I know we had a show about it, but it's just, it's also difficult to say like, 
what what constitutes a hit? Is it just making contact? Is it you know you bump shoulders? I do take somebody off the puck. Like when does the the scorekeeper or the the record or the stat keeper put a little hash mark in a check in a in a check category? They probably got their own, uh, uh, at least two two or three guys just uh, taking the hit stat. I don't understand. Uh, you know, I I never really did look and see what actually what they consider a hit. Uh, like you're saying, but you never really see that. So I guess we'll have to we'll have to find uh, maybe an NHL uh, ref or an NHL stats person and try to get him on and ask him these well, you questions. Probably just ask one of our beer league refs. I mean, it's USA Hockey. Well, they don't they don't keep track of the stats. They would probably know what it is, like what would constitute one. So that leaves the Colorado and Seattle series. It's you know, Colorado with a 3-1 lead right now. Um, yeah. Seattle, got, Seattle got a chance to uh, advance. A lot but... of hockey left. How about Miko Rantanen? He's tearing it up right now. Six goals on the in the playoffs right now. He's, he's having a good. He's having a good playoff run. Five five goals, seven points. Uh, Let's see, Seattle, uh, Jane Swartz, Jane Swartz, and Justin Schultz with five, and then the the crack, and they're you know there's a lot of them with just one goal, so they're getting balanced scoring. Tolvin in for Predator, he's got one goal. Uh, Yeah, not like he's tearing it up, but uh, when Swartz and Geeky all have two goals, so Geeky, Morgan Geeky. He was a key came from Carolina, I believe, in the expansion draft. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Looks like it's been a little, a little rough. This series has been kind of rough. Um, it has been. Colorado wins this game. Uh, they might just, you know, because I believe they have. Yeah, they have. They yeah, they have home home ice, right? Yeah, game six in Seattle. Um, so, you know, so they probably. If if they can win this game, I'm, they, they, I think they'll probably take the series, and then I'll lose. Um, unless Seattle can find a way to bounce back, but I guess you never know. So that's, I guess that leads us. That's that's all the playoff series. Still a lot of hockey left. A lot of exciting games to come up. Um, we're kind of weeding out the the worst of the worst. Round two is going to be electrifying. I feel like I just Only- have a feeling. I just have a feeling. Only two advanced so far, uh, Vegas and Carolina. Um, so next, and I week, haven't been disappointed with these playoffs this year. I, I've been pretty happy with the level. I, I like violent hockey. I like the style of the '90s, um, where they still called enough penalties, but they also let enough go. Um, and it kind of has that vibe right now. You have fights in almost every series. So I, I I'm I have not been disappointed with these playoffs. And uh, round one will be done at the latest by Monday. It could be Sunday, depending on if there's a, what game sevens. Um, let's see, game the game last game sevens are going to be Monday if if they need to be. Um, so game you know depending on how the series wraps up, you could round two could probably start Wednesday. Thursday, but uh, our next show maybe a little bit earlier next week. Um, 
a day or two early maybe so we can all the, by the time we do that all the all the first round should be done we can wrap up that and look to it look to a uh round two preview um and then make our we our, our round two picks i didn't really hear much suspensions uh Makar was suspended one game he's but he's, he's back that was well deserved uh, too that was that was just stupid. That was just back. stupid. He's back. I didn't really see. I mean, he hit him, but I don't think. I don't think it ran. It, it ran it, well after the play. I don't. Yeah, but I don't he didn't think even have, he didn't even have the puck. I don't think was, it warranted a one-game suspension. Though. The puck was up in the netting. He drove him into the corner. He wasn't even driving. He he was skated next to him. It, was, it looked like a body check. And then he hit him. No it reason. looked like a yeah. It looked like a body check, though. But there's no reason. But the problem is, check. he didn't have the puck, and the puck was out of play. He should not have. So there was yeah, no so need for a body I, check. Well, then I could understand. I, I could see a penalty, but I, I just don't think they warranted a suspension. I think he got hurt. I mean, other people hurt people, and they don't get suspended. No, it was it was definitely warranted. He, he definitely deserved a game for that. Yeah, that's probably why Seattle keeps booing him when he touches the puck. But I think that's. The only real uh, suspension uh, that I've heard. Uh, let's see, just a quick, uh, quick AHL update. Apparently, I went into a long, drawn-out uh, update last week. I didn't think it was that long. Well, talk about um, talk about your guys' teams that are in the it. First round is over. Uh, Milwaukee won. Uh, they 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 got a one nothing series lead. They're they were they're at they were at Manitoba. Uh, Manitoba's got home ice for that one. They won. Milwaukee won six to two. Zach Sanford, who came down from Predators, scored a goal. Afanasyev got an assist. Luke Evangelista. Uh, actually, he got uh, he actually got two assists. Uh, Luke Evangelista. Evangelista, I, he, I knew he'd be Evan, moving down. Evangelista got two assists. Kiefer Sherwood, he had one assist. Another player that was an admiral, Austin Rushoff. Uh, Jordan Gross, he's he's going to be another up and coming for the Predators. He scored. Uh, he scored two actually. And Jankowski, he's he's got he had two assists. He came down from the Predators. There's a lot of penalties in this game, so it looked like it was kind of rough. So we'll see. Uh, Afanasia was their second star. Gross was the first star, and Luca Bagley's their third star. So Predators kind of stacking the Admirals for the playoffs. Looks like, and that's all I got so far for that for the Admirals. Is your team in it, Ron? Maybe next year. Sorry, I guess I'll go on to do the Amex team. I'm not even going to talk about the first two games. They lost in overtime for the first game. Which Except think, for that cheap shot. I think uh, the overtime might have hurt their uh, feelings because the second game they went a whole period without a shot on goal. But anyways, uh, so they were down 0-2 coming into tonight. Uh, come home. They came out flying in this game three tonight. Five minutes in on the power play, they go up one nothing. And of course, like always with the Amherst, less than a minute later, the crunch tied up. Amherst take the 2-1 lead with Michael Mersch, the captain, first of the game. 2-1 after 1. Seven minutes into the second, the crunch tied it up 2-2. And then the game got real nasty real quick. There was a couple 10-minute misconducts. Two others in the box for roughing on each team. 
Well, you can thank the, uh, Glock Game 2 for that. You can thank the refs because the refs were horrible. But <clears throat> um, Amherst took a 3-2 lead with a goal by Malone. 3-2 after 2. So it's 3-2 after 2. Remember that. Amherst score shorthanded to make it 4-2. minute later, again, crunch score to make it 4-3. Two minutes later, they scored a power play goal, which should not have been a power play. To tie it 4-4, four to four, horrible call by the refs. After the refs call, I don't know when this part happened, but after the refs called a penalty on the crunch, of course the uh, music plays for the power play. Player goes, it's in the bench. And then you see the linesman and the refs all talking in front of the box. My guess is they're standing there watching the replay because all the crunch players were like, hey, you stepped on the puck, you stepped on the puck. Well, after the replay played on the video scoreboard, they uh, called the guy out of the box, said no penalty. Well, as you can imagine, the arena went nuts. The ref or the coach went nuts. Um, Post it on our Discord. Finally, the refs make a makeup call and call two penalties. There were like four on the play, but they called two of them. And the Amherst go on a five-on-three power play for two minutes. With 50 seconds left, they score to make it 5-4. to four. And then with about four seconds left in the second penalty, Mersh scores his second of the game to make it 6-4. Crunch again, pull within one a minute later to make it 6-5. And then Murray scores to make it 7-5. And rounded out, Captain Michael Mersh buries, his, buries an empty net goal to make it 8-5 final. It's a hat trick for the captain. So the Amherst hold on to play game four. Cheap shot for the crunch. Gabriel Dumont was suspended two games for that cheap kneeing incident in game two. A lot of fights. They gave Murray a two-minute roughing penalty. It should have been a five-minute major because he obliterated the guy. But yeah, I got a video of them scoring the goal hut, the five-on-three goal hut goal, game-winning goal, really. Um, the place is packed. There was probably ten to twelve thousand people there. It was the seats were just, full up to the rafters. Just like old times. Yep. So Amherst lived to see another day. Hopefully they can pull it out on Sunday and then they go back to Syracuse for game five if they do. I will say though, the uh, arena in host the people do the music. Near the end of the game, we're playing the na 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 na, hey 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 goodbye song, and every time that plays in a game that I watch, the team that plays it doesn't win. So obviously, I know now that the Emirates are not going to win the series. So there's that, but whatever. No, no need for that when you're up, when you're down two one in the series, but. Ever. That's about it for the yeah, it's another short show that these playoffs these playoff uh go then again uh, maybe if our teams were in the playoffs it wouldn't be we'd have more um, to talk about. It just makes me realize how far Detroit is from a playoff. And it's kinda sad to me, but it's true. The first round, uh some some of the, the remainder of the first round uh game you got the Toronto and Tampa Bay game six to seven o'clock as on TBS and they're Idiot uh, commentator uh, stu- in studio is getting some hot water, but I'm not going to mention his name or 
go to that. And then you got uh, New Jersey and, and the Rangers on ABC at 8 o'clock. Actually, I probably shouldn't be mentioning these at, these because we don't get advertising for them. But. Uh, and then at then 10 o'clock and T- TBS again, you got Edmonton and L.A. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to watch any of them because I'm going to be somewhere. But the Edmonton and L.A. game, maybe I can catch catch that game. At the F- uh, actually, there will be a game seven, Florida and Boston. That's, they haven't announced that yet. I guess it depends on the Dallas-Minnesota. If depends on uh, Minnesota. It's 3-1 to one right now. If Minnesota comes back, they'll be Minnesota-Dallas. Otherwise, uh, that, they won't, obviously, there won't be a game seven. And then the Seattle-Colorado, um, that will also be a game seven if Colorado can, can hold on and win that game. And then um, depending on what happens tomorrow with the L.A. Edmonton, Tampa Bay, Toronto, New York Rangers, they will be a game seven on Monday, so. That'll finish off round one, and then so that's the schedule of the first round. Next episode will be uh, r- wrapping up the first round and looking to head to the second round. Uh, no new followers. We do have new followers. We have some exciting news. Oh, for one, take it away, Brian. Real bad day. Thanks for the follow, and he just happens to be the fifteenth follower. Does he get something for being the fifteenth follower? Yeah, he gets a great boss at work. Thanks for following me. No, D Law, get your get your workers. Yeah, why don't why why am I the only one getting people to watch? Because I don't have any workers underneath me. That's all I got. That's all I got. So as I mentioned, our social media, Pred Wings Podcast, Facebook, Discord, Twitch, Instagram. At Predwings Pod, we're at Twitter and YouTube, and our email is PredwingsPodcast at gmail.com. Episode 58 is in the book. Thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. Bye bye, Buffalo. See ya, Smashville.